0: And you said see you later, boy, like you're a bitch. Um, I think that <laughs> And she also, she became a baby mama too. Like apparently it was like she was like sitting at home. I forgot the lyrics but it's just like this bitch got a baby and shit. Now you're in the front row of his show and I'm mm-hmm. here and I'm fucking him and you're over there and you can't even get child support, you fucking bitch. It wasn't like that but it was basically that energy. <laughs> it's that you energy. So I Of 90 degrees, it's the 90s. I got a sense of direction and a compass. Compass past them with no compassion. Though I heard the screams of, but I ain't shy. So why should I comfort? Considering that at the fort with Jeff, I'm so ill. But I chilled in my compartment with no company. Get no meals. Now come can get the panic. But I want my own company. The common's all the mission, not to work, fuck commission. It's a common market that is so much competition. But to me, competition is none. So my comment, I get amped like watch at the riot. My compact, this is a commodity, so riot. Instead of competing with Pete,
1: all right. Well, how are you doing?
0: My tummy hurts because my office had a Christmas party today and I ate, I think, three meals worth of pasta for no reason. So that's my fault. But otherwise, oh, I'm, sorry. I'm chilling. How about you?
1: All right. Yeah, I'm doing well. You know, um, just got some really good news today um, because, you know, we've been going back and forth on uh, what we're going to do with living and whatnot. And so we decided to just uh, stay here. And so she's getting some jobs, doing some stuff that she had started doing a while ago. Um, And so anyway, so we ended up getting approved for a house to rent. So I finally won't have to be living around a million people People telling you know, like an office telling me what to do, and I can't do shit and no space and all that, so I'm really excited. Yeah, and it's gonna be closer to my job and closer to where she's gonna start working. So,
0: oh, hell yeah, yeah. that's so exciting! Congrats,
1: thanks. This is
0: news to me. This is exciting. Wait, when do you? I was about to be like in 2024, I was like, well, duh.
1: Well, I think, I think the the lady that owns the place plans on starting it starting the lease in on january 1st but i'm gonna see if we can do like a pro rate for a few days before just to start getting things in because i'd like to kind of have things a little set up just so i can go there go to go to work from there um you know and not have to like still be here and still have to move my bed because we have to go back to work like i think the second of january
0: well congratulations that's exciting Yeah. Oh mean. Um nothing new over here. Nothing exciting like that. I have just been sick for the whole month. Which is just, <laughs> yeah, you're just awesome. Sick. I know. I wonder <laughs> if it's because of the way I treat myself. It couldn't possibly be my own doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people but, are just some people are just like that. Like I think I, I finally kind of connected the dots with my health and I realized The reason, or I don't know if this is, I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I'll preface this by saying I'm not a doctor. (laughs) But I suspect the same reason that I like am really prone to being inflamed in various ways and have all sorts of allergies and stuff is also probably why my immune system is so good. I think my body is like overly reactive to what it perceives to be threats to the point that I just don't really get sick very often. And so it's good that I don't get sick often, but it's bad that I'm constantly inflamed, and for some reason or another. But so that's my kind well, of like basic understanding of of science, uh, theory on on why that is why I am the way I am.
0: Well, in a similar vein, it is with a solemn heart that I must announce that come twenty twenty four, I will be. Retiring the Jewel. Damn. After. fucked up. I don't want to, but I need to.
1: (laughs) It's like,
0: I don't even know any fucking body that still Jewels anymore. You know, vape? Yeah, obviously. But Jewel? Well, that's a vape. No, but specific. Oh, God. Well, you know what I mean. Um, I don't see the
1: difference. (laughs) I just
0: feel like. It's just like a little icky. I don't know. It's just like I feel like I've, I can feel it in my lungs that things ain't working the way they did a little while ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's why
1: all. I stopped vaping. Cause I was like, and again, you know, I have, I'm, I have digestive, or I'm, I don't have digestive problems, but I'm prone to like acid reflux and stuff.
0: So oh, I, that's do. why
1: I stopped using it is cause it, it really I... messes with my like digestive system and basically creates a lot of yeah yeah
0: i'm an ibs bitch over here so it's like why do i even do this to myself oh yeah addicted but still that's (laughs) why you gotta move
1: on to the snooze but don't move on to them yet because i i actually want to put out the psa right here right now the general needs to sponsor me because these prices are getting crazy for the general snooze so it used to be I would go to, to like the chain that's really big around the gas station chain that's really big around here. Every now and then because the prices were fucked up compared to the other places, but it was still it was still within the window that it's that's acceptable for me. So it would yeah. be like $7 for a roll of them. Okay, that's not great. I c- I could get it at other places for 5 until those other places for whatever reason stop selling it. And now they're charging 7.90 for these things. There are like 22, Mm-mm. you know, pouches in it. So that's like basically a pack of cigarettes. I live in a place where tobacco is readily available. <laughs> so there's no reason yeah. why it should cost that much money to do this. I they claim well, that they isn't make Snuse it in Sweden. Like Swedish? Well, they claim or they manufacture Sweden? it in Sweden. But this okay. is a multinational company. I don't believe they're actually sourcing their to- like. I think they source their tobacco from the states for the snus that they prepare for the states. Like they're they, it's a company that literally has headquarters here. Like they own all the all the major dip companies. They own like Longhorn and like all that shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's but also been you know, a resurgence a of cigarettes. Really. Just cigarettes, like. But amongst the younger people, like when I like I was like I was actually well, I wasn't like too young. I didn't start smoking until I was eighteen ish. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like people like college age. I feel like nowadays have been smoking fuck loads of ciggies because I think it's because vaping is literally just lame looking.
1: No, I think that which, might just be because of where you live because I know that that oh. is one of the the cities that like. Has it's like one of the cities with the highest uh, well, like average I'm of smokers?
0: More of just like on the internet too, you know, like TikTok oh, okay. and shit. Um, but fucking uh. but <laughs> do you yeah, whatever so, you want. Um, I'm not really the poster child of health over here. I I've yeah. done it so. Uh,
1: my issue is not health related. My issue is I'm sick of of being like ripped off and scammed for these things. Because told this, what you can and
0: can't do too.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I hate that. That's uh, that's ultimately the worst part of all of this. Because, it, but it's good. It is good to a certain extent that I'm told what to do. Because most of that is related to smoking, and I shouldn't smoke. So it's good that I'm not smoking cigarettes. Um, I just want my snooze to be cheaper. But so that's why I'm going out there and going out on a limb and telling General. If you want me to continue to buy these things, you also need to give me some free ones sometimes. I do not feel like filling out the form for the coupons every month. Why can't you just automatically send me the coupons like uh, American Spirits does? I don't ask them for these coupons. I don't smoke anymore, but they keep sending them to me. And that's what I like. I think General should do that. So this is my PSA to tell General, go ahead and automate the coupons and we we will take on the sponsorship. I let you know, I I laid out a little bit of a hint that we wanted the sponsorship before. But I'm just gonna come out and say it, General, please, not even please. No, you need us. You should give us the sponsorship right now. Straight up.
0: You you need us. And our they do. Our broad our broad sweeping audience, our global influence.
1: Yeah, I mean if they want to tap into the next generation and be innovative and, uh, and innovate the space in new paradigms and shifts, then they need to get with the people who, with the ThinkPad users who are at the cutting yeah. edge, the bleeding edge of new technologies.
0: Of ThinkPadism. Yeah. Well, on that note, what was the, what was his name? Jonathan Majors...
1: I'm curious how you're going to connect <laughs> cutting-edge technologies to Jonathan Majors, but I'm listening. Did I say on that
0: note, <laughs> I don't think he is a ThinkPad user.
1: I, I seriously doubt it. <laughs> I,
0: I don't think that he is uh, swag enough, but I also don't know like who he is. Uses,
1: he doesn't look like he like really sits down at a computer very often. He doesn't strike me like he strikes me as an actor that's like an engaged actor as opposed to an intellectual actor. (laughs) I'm going to be like sports racist. Uh, He's more of a fast twitch actor. (laughs) You know, some guys are more like actor IQ. He's a bit more fast twitch physical actor.
0: (laughs) He's only 34. I thought he was like 50.
1: Not you thought he was 50. No.
0: Uh, he looks old as shit to me. I don't know why.
1: I mean, he does look old. My bad. He Or older than he is. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, 50 is a bit, that's a bit aggressive. 45. But he's only 34. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. So what's the whole situation with his, like, uh, white girlfriend?
1: <laughs> white wife? So, I don't know. So he, Coretta? and I'm a little shaky on the details too. So I've, you know, I've got the article up um but so basically he and this all kind of popped up a few months ago but uh and it's funny that this happened the way it did because he was also pushing you know he's been getting a lot of big gigs and stuff so he was yeah, doing he's a like lot a marvel
0: big... marvel dude right
1: yeah yeah so he was doing a lot of big pr campaigns to kind of you know just doing like lame shit like you know wearing pink furs and like I don't know, wearing really gay looking outfits on, you know, in magazines and stuff. He was he was doing all the posturing that you have to do these days to really Mm -hmm. make that push as a Marvel actor. (laughs)
0: Look gay, but don't be gay. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. He was doing everything they asked in in that way. Um, But then, you know, this stuff all came out right around the time those campaigns were really going. And so what ended up coming out was that. Uh, his girlfriend made some accusations of uh, of like domestic violence and assault um, against him, and it was weird because at first everyone, you know, this is how these things go sometimes, but everyone believed her without having any proof or evidence, and then a little bit of proof and evidence came out. And people said, oh, wait, no, this actually looks a little funny. I'm actually going to side with him now.
0: <laughs> yeah, OK, and I was going to say that is the one thing I've seen of this was the like footage that she recorded him where it just kind of seemed like he was going on a bit of like a egotistical rant. Yeah. And, and I mean, shit, like, that he's, was like, it.
1: he's been in Marvel movies and Creed movies like why wouldn't he be egotistical? I don't condone it, but I, I don't not understand it, you know?
0: (laughs) But so I'll go ahead and tell
1: people like what basically happened, the broad strokes of what happened. But so, uh, let's see. So I'll scroll down, man. They always do this shit where they don't actually talk about what happened. Um, but long story short, from what I have gathered, they were, they were out doing something in New York city or whatever. and. Then they started, they, they got into a fight and uh, <laughs> the fight kind of culminated to a point, or at least for me, this was the climax of the fight, um, was a point where I guess, I guess the idea or what was behind the argument was that he felt like she didn't like have his back or wasn't supportive or something. And then he said, look, I need you to, I, I, I need to find the the actual like direct quote, but Is he essentially he said... Had- Well, he said, like, I need you to hold me. Yeah, he was like, I need you to hold me down and, like, be a a woman who's, like, able to to be the bigger man, like how, you know, Michelle Obama is or Coretta Scott King. (laughs) And so the reason this is funny for the listeners out there is because his girlfriend's white. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, um... I've never, for any, any partner I've been with, I've never thought, even whether I said it to them or not, I never thought, man, I need her to be a little more like, like Coretta Scott King. (laughs) And I'm kind of struggling, like I get kind of where he was going, but do you have any ideas of what he he might've meant when he said that? (laughs) Could, Could you give me some kind of, some kind of clarity on this?
0: Okay, if I want to be charitable to him, Mm -hmm. I think that he means in practice, like, be like, because he's referring to two women who definitely had the posturing of, like, being very strong and supportive of their male counterparts. Yeah. And he maybe he's implying he wants somebody who will stand by him like that i do think that it was an interesting choice yeah that i don't get still i don't really know i I, that's all i'm saying is like i'm i think i can see where he's coming with it but it's just like very weird it's just like stupid (laughs) because for further
1: context i don't know it looks like the argument was based around the fact that I guess she had been doing a lot of clubbing with her friends and he didn't like that she was doing that. And, you know, this is a throwback to another topic when we were talking about Kiki Palmer. You know, mm. uh, look, it's 2023. I'm, I'm talking to the fellas right now. You know, sometimes I I do my sidestep and I have a, a little chat with the ladies Right now, I'm going to have a chat with the fellas. We need to have these serious, hard... We, 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 can't, we, we can't like bury these conversations. These conversations need to be out and in the open. Fellas, it's 2023. Your ladies will go out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they will not stay at home and hang out. They want to hang out with their friends in public. <laughs> you have to let yes. them do that. I'm not <laughs> saying that you have to like it. I'm just saying... It's something that will come up. <laughs> and if it comes up, you have, to, you have to have dignity in the way that you deal with it, in the ways in which you address it. Arguing with your girlfriend in an Uber <laughs> and then having this like really ignorant fight where you get out and then you try to drag her back in the Uber. Like, look, I, I don't think he did anything wrong based on what I know happened there. I think what happened was, look, sometimes... You just have to kind of sometimes you have to control the situation as the more as the more level headed sex. Sometimes we do have to just control these situations.
0: (laughs) I don't know about what more level headed.
1: I think when there's an argument going on. And again, I'm talking about people who are acting. I'm talking about normal people. I'm not talking about outlying situations where someone is way too far in one direction or another. Just basic situations. In my experience, and, you know, people, people can attest to this, when women are upset, their emotions can sometimes get the better of them and things can spiral out of control. <laughs> and that can happen with men too, but it's still yes. usually about, like, getting things controlled and keeping this, like, under wraps. Like, let's not let this get too crazy.
0: No, maybe for you. We can agree to disagree,
1: but the the listeners out there know what I'm talking about. Even if they don't agree, they they know what I'm alluding to.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, okay, obviously we're talking about this within the context of, like, straight relationships, but, like, I don't know. who. What are the, like, gender statistics when it comes to, like, domestic violence, like, Oh, well, that's... Perpetrators.
1: I, mean, I don't I don't think that really applies to this because clearly Why? when we're talking about any kind of violence, men are going to be the people who, who commit it more often than women.
0: Okay. But I'm not talking so, about physical
1: violence here because, again, I count that as an outlying situa- situation. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I'm just saying... Well, isn't that out- what he
0: got convicted of?
1: Not necessarily. Assault? So, well, yes, but it wasn't the, like, it's weird... I I need to really find the actual conviction information, but as far as I understand, there were like four cases, there were four charges he was facing. He was convicted on two of them, and the two he was convicted of were the two less serious charges he was facing. So he was convicted of of assault, but it was like a lower level assault than like the aggravated assault that he was facing as well. So the idea is basically because he was like, he was forcibly moving her, That was the assault as opposed to an assault with intent to harm. That's kind of where that's how I understand how he was convicted here.
0: Can I read this really uh, quick snippet of her testimony? Well, it's not directly from her testimony. This is um, just like an article covering it. Jabari testified on December 5th that Majors assaulted her in the backseat of a car during an altercation that was set off after she spotted a text on his phone from another woman. She said she grabbed his phone from him and Majors twisted her hands and arm while trying to pry it from her when suddenly she felt a really hard blow across her head. Uh, The six-person jury was shown various pieces of evidence, including video footage of Jabari and Majors both jumping out of the vehicle before Majors turns around and pushes Jabari back inside. Uh... mm. Well, there's like some additional context. Also, this is a super loosey-goosey, relaxed fit episode for us. We're mo- this is us shooting this shit. so I'm sorry yeah. we were, did not come prepared with the facts. We just kind of wanted a goof and gaff with y'all.
1: Yeah, that's all.
0: Okay, about domestic violence, but we did want to goof and gaff a little bit.:
1: <laughs> I mean, again, not I so came much in on here- the TV. I came in here not, I don't believe he committed domestic violence. (laughs) Do you think that he did what she said he did? I think, I wasn't there, so I can't really say, but based on what little I've kind of gleaned about this situation, it seems to me like you could could, uh, flip what happened into what she says happened. I mean, she herself recanted the story at a certain point and admitted that she was, like, overdoing what she said happened.
0: I don't want to personally... I'm not saying you can't. I don't personally want to uh, sort of question the validity of what may or may not have happened, especially, like, after a conviction has already been put in place. I more so wanted to talk about... Why did you tell your white GF that she should be more like Coretta <laughs> Scott King
1: and Michelle Obama? Now who and wants your wife to be like Michelle Obama? What you want a nag who's going to tell you what to eat? <laughs> is that She's what you want? <laughs> Michelle Obama is. She told you know us what? what to eat. I will
0: say though,
1: fuck Michelle Obama. We,
0: we, fuck, fuck we both of needed them. It,
1: fuck Obama more, but fuck her still.
0: Yeah, I mean she co-signed, but also I gotta say, like she's the last like iconic, and I'm not even saying iconic as in good, just like notable first lady that we've had. Melania. Well, there's only been one okay. president
1: since then, and Ms. Melania was way more iconic than than Michelle okay. Obama. Everyone.
0: Biden. Oh, I'm just like, what that, the fuck that doesn't is count? <laughs> what the fuck is Miss Biden fucking doing? Like, what has she been doing? What has she done?
1: doesn't count. <laughs> That's not a real presidency.
0: <laughs> Allow me to criticize the Bidens. I'm huh? sorry. I'm sorry. Can I criticize them without you being like, but it's not a real thing. Oh, come on. I'm, say, hey, I'm what sorry. What the fuck is she doing? What is she doing? She's not telling kids to read good and she's not telling kids to stop being fatties. Like, what is she doing? She's not telling kids like to stop being s- cyberbullies.
1: Maybe she's like telling Melania. kids well I, you know what she's telling kids she's telling kids to dance and have fun did you see her tweet the other day i think it was on Dead thanksgiving
0: ass. what uh, jill
1: dr jill biden who Whoopi goldberg famous well not famously she hey she was just telling her truth but Whoopi goldberg told us that dr joe biden is a is one of the most renowned doctors in america
0: he said what about jill biden
1: So Whoopi Goldberg said because she didn't she was just talking, I guess, and wasn't she didn't know what she was talking about. So there was a point where when when Biden either first got elected or during the last election, um, she said, yeah, yeah, guys, you know, and this was like on The View. She was like, yeah, you know, uh, Joe Biden is actually one of the most renowned doctors in America (laughs) because she's got a doctorate, but she's not a physical doctor. She just has a doctorate I'm, in like some like a humanities subject or something.
0: Be <laughs> honest with you, I don't think that's the dumbest thing that would be said in recent oh, times. No. So. That probably wasn't even the dumbest
1: <laughs> thing that was said on the view that day.
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> the so. view literally makes me feel sick <laughs> in the brain, you know?
1: I think the like, view is is bad because it like it stokes unrighteous misogyny in people <laughs> yeah it's sort of like megan
0: trainer you know yeah
1: yeah yeah. like
0: it's it's like the megan trainer of talk show yeah <laughs> or it's like it makes even the most vehement feminists sort of be like but you're mm, yeah. <laughs> intersectionality for everybody that's not megan trainer please
1: yeah you yeah. know, it's
0: <laughs> i cannot fucking stand the fucking doo-wop ass like the fuck oh my god this is like such a sad year for music in some ways just like i feel like pop How? music hasn't been as fun I don't pop know. music hasn't
1: been fun since obama but we're not ready for was... that conversation yet oh, okay. <laughs> maybe are, next but... episode yeah the people aren't ready for that But I've got a whole, I've got a whole theory about that.
0: We should talk about pop in the, you know, like 2010s and like how it's kind of. Sort of so far developing in the 2020s. Um, But I don't know. Yeah, it just hasn't been really like making me want to. Pop my pussy that much in like the fun way. I don't know. Like I would even like prefer some like LMFAO over like. Oh, yeah. What I've been hearing lately, like that one song that was like, "It's my body and I'll fuck who I want to" or some bullshit. I'm just like,
1: "What is this?"
0: (laughs) Oh, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna table this. I don't know
1: any new music if it's not like stuff that's already on my radar.
0: Perhaps this will be a good, like maybe around the New Year's Day, like episode we can just do a roundup of like our favorite and our least favorite songs that have come out in 2023, you know?
1: Okay. I'm not gonna be good at that because I literally don't know. I will make the list
0: and you can react (laughs) to it. I will make the list and you can react to the music. That's
1: a that's a really good (laughs) idea.
0: Okay. (laughs) I'll take the reins on that one. Um anyways, yeah, so Jonathan Majors kinda cringe, kind of i'm really glad i don't give a shit about marvel because i don't i don't care how this affects marvel i do not care about how this impacts the marvel cinematic universe in any way shape or form
1: i hear you i mean apparently they're really scrambling because they were like the last ones to keep him every other deal he had they kind of dropped him when the accusations first came out and marvel was like we're gonna hold out and kind of See where this I'm goes.
0: assuming he was like really integral to the plot or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like they, they invested a lot into whatever his character, whatever role his character played in the MCU. It was yeah. a big role. So they didn't want to have to write him out.
0: This year, like 2023, as far as celebrity drama and also internet drama has yep. been absolutely scrumptious i don't feel like this is probably a good example because i don't really want to consider domestic violence or like accusations of assault to be drama but i'm thinking just like this just made me think about how as a whole this year has just been chock full of like bullshit yeah <laughs> from famous it's, people
1: it's been a heavy year it's been a heavy <sighs> year ever across the board because this is another thing i yes. wanted to bring in here and this is real quick But uh, I and you tell me if you agree with this, but uh, and I forget who said this or I forget who framed a a situation this way, but I thought it was a really good framing of of whatever that situation was. But, you know, and I think Hanukkah is like already started, but like (laughs) I think we need to put Hanukkah on hold until we figure out what's going on in Israel. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing else to say about Israel other than. We need well, to put Hanukkah on hold for a sec and just figure out what's going on in, in that. I over hate there, to you tell know. you,
0: but Hanukkah been done for like a week almost. So Well, then
1: I'd put it on hold and it's still on hold and they haven't started it yet.
0: You're putting <laughs> a permanent hold for 2024 Hanukkah until we get this shit figured out. Yeah,
1: we, we need to figure out okay. what's going on over there.
0: <laughs> I I'm not going to be the the spokesperson (laughs) to accept that that cause i'm just throwing it
1: out there that in in my world hanukkah hasn't happened yet because we're trying to figure out what's going on your world
0: hanukkah doesn't (laughs) happen you're not doing
1: no it does happen because it's a thing it does happen but you
0: don't celebrate don't affect you
1: yeah it does because in my world look i'm a holiday guy like i'm a Uh, merry i'm not happy holidays i'm merry christmas i don't do happy holidays i do merry Christmas. But considering okay. that, like, in the constellation of winter holidays, Hanukkah's there. It's there more yep. than Kwanzaa, because Kwanzaa is a fake holiday. <laughs> you know, Hanukkah's there for me. I think about it when it happens. I don't really know when it happens, but when I hear people talking about it, I'm like, yeah, that's cool they're doing that. They got the light and shit. Like, that's really cool. You know? The light and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got the lamp, you know, the little, like,
0: the you white- know. <laughs> <laughs> they got like dreidels and coins yeah, you know. like little chocolate coin. i love the chocolate
1: they've got the thing Anyways. like uh <laughs> like when you go to church and they and they have the you know the cone that like goes over the flame and shit they've got that
0: yes i know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: oh, man lord of mercy
1: but so i you know well no go ahead
0: go ahead. no oh, go. i was
1: just gonna say you know since we were talking a second ago about music that may or may not be good um you know i've seen this post going around on twitter and let me pull it up just so i can get the actual wording of it correct but uh here oop, no not that so it says this is a safe space this is from meet girl with an i an uppercase i at the end for an l she says this is a safe space so no arguing what's a song you despise to a comical degree No holiday music or, quote, anything by so-and-so, end quote. Or, quote, all music of this genre, end quote. That's fair. Only real replies. Mine is Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve because I think the orchestral part is repetitive and tacky. And so I I think that'd be a cool, I mean, I didn't really have an answer for that because there are lots of songs I don't like. So I just, I couldn't narrow that one down. (laughs) <laughs> but do you have anything you could just kind of off the cuff come up with for that?
0: Right, the off the top of my head.
1: Well, one song. While you think there is one song, I don't think it's a good actual example or an answer for this. But it's it is the first thing that I thought of when I saw this prompt. So there was this song that came out a few years ago. I don't know who made it. I hated it. I just was hearing it on the radio. This is back when I was still listening to like rap radio. Um, yeah, and there was this song. that was it went like a, I got a roly 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 with a diamond wrist or something like that. Do you know that song?
0: No, what? It roly, was, roly, it was roly, roly. apparently
1: really popular because it was always on the radio, and it was that makes it was me just think of Boston
0: Powers with the mole, mole, mole.
1: <laughs> it was like it was that kind of like cadenced for oh, sure, <laughs> but it sucked because I you know it, at the time. I was really, I mean, I still am. I still am really receptive to new rap and, like, new ideas about rap and stuff. Now, I'm not going to let some of these ideas fly. Like, I just saw on Reddit the other day people saying that this Blady guy is apparently, like, you know, rap's Great White Hope or something. Like, they didn't frame it that way, but that was the way I read it, you know. Now, I'm I'm not impressed. Young Lean was better to me than this, and I didn't really like Young Lean that much. But they were saying that I would
0: agree that,
1: with you though Yeah, but people were saying that and I've, I I have for a long time I've been seeing people say that Playboy Cardi is revolutionizing rap. Wait, why? Cuz he was shouting and like not really rapping on an album. Well, that's I revolutionary. Go that far. You wouldn't go as far as what I said or what they said.
0: No, revolutionizing rap. I'm not I also like i fucked with his music. I don't think that he's revolutionized anything. Um
1: I think he sucks at rapping. (laughs) And so he realized he had to rap. He had to do something different on rap beats because he could no longer do awful rapping on him.
0: I think, like, if you want to (laughs) talk about people who've revolutionized rap, like within the past 10 years, I would be quicker to say, like, Young Thug. You know? I agree. I feel like there's handfuls of other people you could point to as revolutionizing the genre above Playboy Cardi. That being said, I don't think he's a bad. Artist, like I still enjoy some of his music, but it's not like you know, I'm not like fanboying over it by any means. Um, yeah, but he's
1: like a he he adds texture to a song, but
0: I know. Oh,
1: well, I was just gonna say, if you only and this is my opinion, but if you only are able to add texture to a song with your voice, and that is the extent of what you add to the song, then. You rely on your beats being good to the listener. And every listener is going to like a different kind of beat. You have failed yourself Mm. if your vocal performance cannot capture people.
0: I will say I do think that um, I have two choices after pondering. Two choices for songs that I just... Is it just songs you fucking hate and that's it?
1: Yeah, that's all.
0: Um... That one, I, I, I hate, I'm sorry, I know that it's low-hanging fruit, probably the lowest-hanging fruit, Megan Trainer that being. Um, but that fucking all-about-that-base bullshit, even though it's almost a decade year away from when it came out, like, the second it came out, there's never been a p- point where I've been like, I'll give it a chance. Like I've just always been like, this is literally like a JCPenney commercial music. Like that is yeah. what you're making. Um, and it sucks. I just hate it. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. And it's like to the point where it's like, I don't know a single thing about this woman um in terms of anything that she does outside of her music. She could be She's a philanthropist. A big girl. <clears throat> She could be a philanthropist. She could be doing a- amazing work for all I fucking know. All I know is that I hate her, that song alone, enough that it makes me hate her. Like, I really hate that song. Uh, I get it. Additionally, also probably low hanging fruit. I don't know. Jason Darulo. Um, that, that was one, one of mine. song that came out when we, you and I, we were probably in eighth grade. Um, and it was like the first time I'd ever heard of him.
1: Is it the one and that I goes was like, like, Oh, is it the one that goes like, do, 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 do.
0: It's solo. I think it's called solo where he's like, I'm oh, riding okay. solo. I'm riding solo. <laughs> and I remember that being the very first fucking song I heard of his. And I do think for a little bit, I tried to give it a shot. Granted, I was 13. Um <laughs> you, were just,
1: like, you were thinking like, yo, like we're about to have the dance, like the winter dance coming up, like. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can maybe I want to do a dance with this one and but then, then like, like nah, contextualize
0: it for other people I listened to Garbo music when I was 13 because I was a 13 year old in middle school yeah. and I was listening to like ooh, it was like right around the time where that one Ayaz song came out where uh shawty's like a melody in my head
1: oh yeah yeah
0: that I can't keep like wow or oh Jay Sean do you remember Jay Sean
1: i remember the name but Do i don't remember,
0: remember any of the music all of the times that we had um or that one song with Lil Wayne where Lil Wayne actually just ate that shit up it was really great even though it was a stupid song but um yeah so solo by Jason Derulo all about that bass by Megan Trainer uh hanging fruit don't give a shit it, it it is what it is for a reason
1: well i was just going to say in middle school cuz you know you now i was just trying to i was just trying to get Trying to get the cuties to dance with me, you know. So like <laughs> I, I would I would listen to some really bad music back in the music, like the pop music was way better than it is now.
0: But that is like true. I would listen to some I think really we took bad it for music. Granted.
1: We did. But I would sit there, man, because you know, I was just trying to get a you know, <laughs> I was just trying to get some action on the floor, you know.
0: We were trying to get the honeys.
1: I was trying to feel a waist and maybe some underboob, like, you know. We
0: want <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was more of a side boob kind of guy, uh, but no, yeah, we were just trying to get macked on in the school gymnasium. So yeah. it's like
1: you do before, what you gotta like, do before a teacher tells you to to drop your hand. <laughs>
0: the way we dressed for middle school dances and like the <laughs> so for us, I guess middle school is like what two thousand seven to. Wait, mm. what? no, 2006 to yeah, 2009. That? Around that, it was around yeah, that, yeah, yeah, oh six to oh nine Yeah, the way that we fucking dressed collectively was, hard, but also we were oh, children, so it's Do okay you remember But oh my god, <laughs> oh,
1: Do you also
0: the frequency of flip flops was excessive. Oh. Um, yeah, that and that it was, was always those rainbow flip flops. <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't wear them, also, toms, toms. See that the chokehold that thing. Tom's had on <laughs> white girls, on white girls, myself included. Like, ooh, well, the oh, white Lordy. girls at my
1: school—they they tended to wear the uh, the Sperys, but not the cool Sperry's but the weird ones that had the like mesh thing on the side. Oh, you know the ones I'm talking about.
0: I think so. I think I had a pair of Sperry's and I just didn't well, like them. I don't know. They—I was just like, I don't. Why do I need boat shoes? <laughs> Well, because they're like uh, really
1: good casual shoes. I've got a couple pairs of Sperry's. and I wear them I don't, often. I don't,
0: I don't dislike them. I just think I was like so into my Toms headspace yeah. at the time that <laughs> I, I, I didn't hate, have I any time for Sperry's.
1: Well, yeah, they were stopping Tony. Um, <laughs> also, to Chacos.
0: <laughs> you remember Chacos were popping off too. That was more in high school. Uh, I, I that wasn't really at
1: my school. I went to, like, a suburban school, so, like, they weren't really wearing sand. Like, if they were wearing sandals, it was probably, I don't know, it was something else, but it was mostly, like, Sperry's, because it was a mix of, like, suburban white kids and then, like, everyone, so it would be, like, normal shit, so, like, most people would be wearing, you know, Jordans, Air Forces, that type of shit, and then the white ones would wear, like, the Sperry's or, you know, I don't know, basically just kind of, like, you know. Like, country club casual. (laughs) Yeah. You know, that sort of thing.
0: I... Well, but going back to just, like, music at that point in time, I feel like even the worst of pop music in that era is still better than a majority of what's coming out currently. And I don't think that that's because I'm jaded, because I don't necessarily have much of an allegiance toward pop music it's not like yeah. my bread and butter but i still fuck with a lot of pop music you know i'm not like yeah. i'm not a hater of pop um it's just like i'm not you know like i wouldn't call myself like an aficionado on that bullshit um yeah. but i mean don't get me wrong there's still like again megan train or jason Derulo. there's still a lot of fucking there horrible shit stuff. coming out yeah but it's just like i don't know i don't know if it was just like the way like the mixing of it i think a lot of it is partially just like the way it was mixed and like um the effects implemented i feel like now it sounds just really samey like not really a whole lot's changed in the past couple of years
1: Hmm. that's interesting that you say that because there was actually a big thing i'm this is my like music nerd thing but there was a big thing around that time and it was called the loudness wars and so what it, it was more a mastering thing than a mixing thing. But the mixes con, the mixes were made to contribute to this mastering style. But so okay. the problem around that time was they, you know, and this has always been a problem because like when people have tried to make music for radio, they want their songs to stand out and be louder than someone else's song and louder than the ads. So like from the digital recording era onward, music has been mixed to be way louder than it needed to be. Okay. And that was just, again, like there was, there was a utilitarian purpose for that. But it got really bad in the early 2000s and like 2010s because they were finding ways to push it further and further and to basically like compress the shit out of the mixes, which, you know, again, in theory is cool. You know, it's like <laughs> they were making music so somebody, so some like 13-year-old can blast their, their, their iPod like, cre- like 100%. And blow their hearing out, basically.
0: <laughs> I love that. Was to the do idea. that. Yeah, it was,
1: but it was awful. And so, like, you know, like if you go back and listen to mixes of songs from 2008 or whatever, you'll hear what I'm talking about. Like, it sounds awful. There's no dynamic range. It sounds like it, it, it almost makes your ears bleed. It's so clipped in loud. Like, it's awful. And I think they found ways to get around that. Like basically, I think audio engineers realized that people didn't like that, and so over the over time, they have actually gotten better about it, at least in my this is anecdotal i don't know I haven't kept up with I don't, I'm not in the trade i don't i don't get audio trade magazines I don't know, but as far as i've anecdotally noticed, they have got kind of minimized that problem
0: um I mean, definitely don't take my word for it i I feel like you know substantially more about that kind of thing than i do i think this is like from the very very untrained ear and possibly blown out ear from the amount of 100 volume blasting of like lil wayne i was doing at the
1: time (laughs) on the bus Like headphones and hoodie um, on rolled out.
0: Yes. <laughs> my favorite pastime in middle school was to play my music in my little earbud so loudly that my mom screamed at me from the front of the car to turn it off because she could hear what I was listening to. And I, my mom didn't in my let head, us do I'd that. be like, you don't get it.
1: <laughs> I feel you. I, I was with you. My mom would get these, she would get these like little pet things that she was really into. And so one of the things she got into at a certain point was she learned the the damage that, like, in-ear headphones can do to your hearing. And so she, like, she basically put out, like, a fatwa against in-ear headphones. (laughs) And so we were not allowed to own in-ear headphones. So, like, I had to hide in-ear headphones the same way I hid weed and stuff because, (laughs) like, I would get in trouble if we had those. You know, like, deadass, like, we we were only allowed to have over-the-ear headphones. (laughs) So, like, if I wanted to go somewhere and I was around my mom, I had to have a big-ass, like, set of cans on my head.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not gonna lie, she was ahead of the curve. I don't really (laughs) fuck with earbuds anymore. Um, Well, especially now, I think it was right when AirPods started coming out because I was like, oh, I am, me, I am going to lose one of those. And... I don't want to do that, so I'm going to transition back into over-the-ear type shits, and I am happy about it. So, no.
1: I hear you. I hear you. But so um, we've, we've, we've wavered very far from the thing I was going to talk yes. about, which is <laughs> fine, because this is like an easygoing kind of episode. Yeah. But so the thing that I brought up, or the thing that I like thought about was, I'm trying to go to Twitter to look at it, even though I remember what I said. But so basically what I wanted to know from you, and I asked this on Twitter, I answered it from yeah uh, out there myself. Oh, real quick, an answer to the last question, a song that I just hate is that that Rihanna song Wild Thoughts uh, with DJ Khaled. I despise I that song, that you know, um, it's the one and then she's like, uh, yeah, 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 baby, baby, baby. I know you want to see me naked, naked, naked. I get wild thoughts when I think about you. Like, I think that's like how it goes. But it sucks. It's like one. It's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I hate that song. It sounds like mall music that like a girl will be sliding. Like a girl will be at the mall sliding around in furry slippers. With like maybe like like a velour (laughs) tracksuit. Just looking slobby and
0: disgusting. (laughs) Um, I love it.
1: But so anyway, that wasn't what I was bringing up. So what are, what, what's, what are some musicians that everyone around you at some point in your life was really into and you were just like, nah, I, I, I can't fuck with it? You tried, but you just couldn't get into it.
0: Um, one... Boom, man. J. Cole. And yeah. I say that without... I want to preface this... Oh, actually, I can think of a few. I want to preface this by saying I don't think that these artists are bad. I just could not... I just personally could not... I just couldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's funny, because I did actually recently... Like, I hadn't listened to a song of his in literally, like, over 10 years. I just couldn't pull it out of a lineup. And I listened to one of his songs, and I was really fucked up when I did. So it might have just been the liquor and the weed talking, but I was like, Oh, mm. that's all kind of good. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. Like all throughout middle high school, whatever. Like I just like, couldn't. And it just seemed like a thing that, especially I guess in that period of time, like the 2010s, like everybody was like, J. Cole, J. Cole, J. Yeah. J. Cole. Um, same goes for, Oh my God. Who was, it, it was just on the tip of my tongue. Eminem. And okay. I, I know we had a conversation with pool house uh, where I was just like Eminem bad Eminem bad rapper and I did do the same thing I tried to you know follow up that and be like hmm, you know I want to give him the benefit of the doubt it's probably yeah. me because everyone likes Eminem um, and I did listen to some of his shit but I listened to like older Eminem like older I couldn't I don't remember the specific albums I listened to but I liked that and I think the reason why I couldn't get into him at the time was because I was very late into finding out who the fuck he was and when <laughs> Wait, I did you, you listen to him
1: Eminem was <laughs> when was this
0: <laughs> it's really embarrassing because I was listening to like Jay Dilla and like Slum Village and shit And I didn't know.
1: Are you saying like you just didn't listen to him or you did not know he existed? I think
0: I like knew the name. And that was it. Like it was embarrassing. I had a weird introduction to music. Um, It was like early child of the Internet vibes Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I don't know how to explain it. But I think the first time I listened to him, I literally was like in high school. I was like 14, and so this was probably like 2010, and it was a newer album that came out at that time. I also don't remember what the fuck that was called, and I listened to one song on iTunes and I bought it, and I was like, hmm, yeah, but then I was like, the more I listened to it, the more I was like, I feel like this is corny.
1: And then everybody was like,
0: no, I fucking love Eminem. And that's what I'm saying is like, I think the reason why I couldn't get into him was because I wasn't familiar with his body of work as a 14 year old in 2010. So I just thought that he was lame because of what he was coming Mm -hmm. out with at that time. But now, at my grown age, I did revisit his older shit. And I also would like to preface I am aware of his body of work now. I just don't listen to it, but I am like. I have like more familiarity in terms of like his impact and um, like the scene he can't comes out of and that kind of shit in Eight Mile or whatever. I still just like okay. I just I don't know what it is about him that just has there's like a barrier in my brain that prevents me from wanting to digest information about him. <laughs> um.
1: So your 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 like weird takes on Eminem make a lot more sense now.
0: Yeah, so I would like yeah. to revise my previous statement to you in Pool House and say that I do think that his older stuff was good. Yeah. I just never listened to it until way too fucking late for some reason. <laughs> I think his stuff from 2010 gave me like battle rap vibes, and I was, I'm not like super yeah, yeah, into battle it rap. Well, yeah, yeah. It was like so I'm not like a big like- battle rap <laughs>
1: person. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, like his, because I think what what you heard was probably recovery. That's
0: an awfully hot coffee pot type or, vibe.
1: Maybe it was, maybe it was relapse.
0: Yeah, I think it, it was. was one of those it two. was like it was. One it of was those. his face, and it was like a bluish, grayish cover, and he was just like,
1: oh, I think that's relapse, because I think yeah. recovery is the one where he's walking away, and you see his back.
0: Yeah, it was front facing. Yeah, it was relapse. Let me look it up really quick. But yeah, I'm almost positive that that was what it was. So yeah, relapse was my (laughs) at the time only only uh, experience with him. And if you if you for some reason are like me, where you never knew who he was, and then you just listened to relapse, I think you would probably feel the same way.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if you actually like good music and that's the first time you've heard Eminem, you're not yes. gonna like him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But listening to <laughs> I mean, his stuff heard from like Eminem the... before, though. I'm like, sure. Songs I have. Here and there. Like I wrote mean, were... Okay, hits, when so I he... listened, one of the things that I heard was like the one that's like, hi, my name is blah, 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 that one that's like Slim Shady, blah blah blah. My name is Yeah, and yeah. Also, well, I think this was after I heard Relapse, but Rap God, like I was oh. more aware of his shit after that. And after that, I slowly would piece together like, oh, he did this. He's the Slim Shady. He's the real Slim Shady. It wasn't some other. Yeah. Guy. I yeah, do think that in my head. I thought it was some other <laughs> guy. I'm stupid. It's OK. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was always really into fucking hip hop as a kid. And I just didn't really give a shit about Eminem enough to like learn about him.
1: <laughs> I mean, the kind of people who really like Eminem are. It, like, people, there are people who really like Eminem who do like good music, but they mm-hmm. usually no, will yeah. put like an asterisk next to his name because of the fact that most of his career has been bad. But when it, when it was good, it was really good. But most of the people yeah, who, and- who like him, or that at least will talk about liking him, are either people who again are like the like jc penny music listeners so they love the like i love the way you lie song and like basically all his shit he made that for, one yeah like 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 again like obama era awful pop music like when pop music oh, started getting I bad miss it. i miss well,
0: it this is
1: when i think it started getting bad and so I know, that I era mean- of like depressing pop music those people like that or it'll be like like guys that like punch holes in walls and stuff like, those are the only people who are big fans of Eminem and like everything he's done.
0: <laughs> like, die hard. Like, they don't care what era. They're just, that was how I yeah. was, but about Lil Wayne. Because when Rebirth came out, um, I bought it without listening to it. I remember I was <laughs> sick in bed the day he released it. Uh, and I was like, you on I immediately <laughs> bought it on iTunes, <laughs> on my little iPod Touch. And I listened to it expecting like, you know, more what you would expect from him and not like a rock album. Yeah. Rock quote unquote album. Um, it wasn't that. I was extremely confused, but that was also the first time I ever heard Nicki Minaj when she was on Knockout. And that that's a hard song was a really good song, so it was a really confusing album. um I was i will I won't pretend like I wasn't disappointed when I was thirteen when that came out because I was like, I just spent like twelve of my like not much dollars on this, but I mean. I don't know. It's just like there's like I listen to it now when I'm if I ever get like really fucked up, like with friends and I come home and I'm just chilling. I always like to play like my little guilty pleasure vibes, And that's one of them. Rebirth is one of them. And it's not just Knockout. It's like Prom Queen.
1: I love Prom Queen.
0: Those two were like the singles uh, for a
1: reason. They were they were like the best songs on the album.
0: (laughs) I the, the music video for Prom Queen is really fucking funny in hindsight because he is pretending to be a high school student. But I think at this point in time, he was very clearly like 35. So yeah. it was a was little weird. Like,
1: you know, that meme of that guy of uh, it'll be like the girl who's like who, the guy t- trying to talk to the hot girl in school near the lockers. And he's like, hey, I have straight A's. And she's like, uh, no, Buster. And then, like the next frame yep, is yep, of yep, her yep, pregnant, yep. and he's like in a suit, and like he's the little like, nerdy hey. guy.
0: And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they're adults, and she's pregnant, and like a broke bitch with like a baby daddy. And then he's like, he's, uh, like, no. like he's like, no, he's like, he he looks maxed, <laughs> and he wage maxed, and he's like a finance <laughs> guy, <laughs> and he's just like okay, that kind of. Well, yeah, he's like that's like, he, literally.
1: He's like a he's a colonel on 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 Thought Patrol, and he's like no thought, <laughs> thought be gone. Okay. <laughs>
0: It kind of at the time, I, it made me feel like it was like a gender reverse of Avril Lavigne's skater boy, you know,
1: it's like the same song, but a different perspective, The
0: perspective of yeah, the yeah. dude instead of like her just being like, yeah, now I'm fucking the guy that you thought was lame in mm-hmm. high school, eh. like, yeah.
1: I, just like conveniently, oh. conveniently, she we don't know whether she was cool or not. The only people we know about are the people she's talking about, but never her. I want to know, was she cool? Was she a nerd back then? Like, I, I want to know.
0: <laughs> I think that she was probably also a skater and was like skating with this dude or she just met him post high school.
1: And Cause that's like, that's how I feel like she was. That's what I feel like she was saying. Because she's like, yeah, you, you, like, you do... fumbled. I picked him up like he's a rocker now and I picked him up when he was a rocker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you said see you later boy like you're a bitch um i think that (laughs) and she also she became a baby mama too like apparently it was like she was like sitting at home i forgot the lyrics but it's just like this bitch got a baby and shit now you're in the front row of his show and i'm Mm -hmm. here and i'm fucking him and you're over there and you can't (laughs) even get child support you fucking bitch it wasn't like that but it was basically that energy (laughs) it's that energy (laughs) Um, yeah. <laughs> I think we should do like an in-depth analysis of Avril Lavigne at some point because I think that she that is very fascinating.
1: Album. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: the whole one, like, yeah. that's a classic. That whole first album. It is. The, I, oh my that, God. That, that gets yeah. bumped in the whip like all the time. But so I'll tell um, you my, my answers for this question. Yeah. And so we've spoken about this, this instance uh, many times before. But so one of them was uh, Swans so oh, you remember like yeah. people because we had gone to that to that show everybody was talking about swans this swans that you know i'm into i'm into like loud music i'm into noise music so i'm not like a hardcore listener to that type of stuff but i like it you know so it was something i was like okay people keep talking about this like it seems like the vibe i'm into all right let's check it out sight unseen i bought a ticket silly me i pulled up to to, to this show man that shit sucks. And I was mad because the person who was opening, um and I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I think her name's pronounced like Yong Lee. but she's really cool. she you, it was I like think, a you know
0: violinist
1: she's a cellist
0: wasn't cellist sorry,
1: but she does like she does like noise, like experimental cello music, yeah, and it's and also really, for context
0: really- for people listening. I think when we went to that show it was like roughly like twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. So this is after To Be Kind came out. To be kind, just for yeah. So just for swans. like, it was the one with the baby, baby head album. Yeah. So just okay. for people who, if they listened or care about swans.
1: <laughs> yeah, if they want to know what what the music was that I didn't like, what that's the vibe was, they were yeah, playing, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was sitting there listening to this shit, and I was like, okay. First of all, I've been to loud shows, so sheer volume does not impress me. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I've that got was the was a loud in. fucking show. But that's it it was just loud but it was it was funny um you know m- my lady she was saying because she was out there with me she was saying it sounded like a, like 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 hellish uh trans-siberian orchestra
0: <laughs> that's a good way to like describe that. it yeah it was like
1: it was a perfect description of that music it was just so bad it sucked i i love because i missed who i wanted to see who was the opener because i liked her oh. music already coming in and I was, I was so mad. I caught like five minutes of her set because we were late. And then they came on and I was like, what the hell is this bullshit? This fucking sucks. But so that's one. Uh, I came up with another one. I mean, there are like a lot of these that I could that I could speak about. There were a lot of emo bands when the emo revival thing was going on that people loved. Oh, that I just could not yeah, get yeah, into. Yeah. Um,
0: like I didn't- um, soccer, like fucking what is it? Modern baseball type ship.
1: Yes, that was actually the band I was thinking of. Everyone was really oh. into modern baseball, and I just didn't get it.
0: I liked it. I just thought it was like poppy emo, you know? Like, it was just like cute little yeah. poppy emo. I don't know. Which I didn't really I, I, like take it super seriously, but I didn't. I don't know. I thought it was a cute little moment.
1: I mean, I generally like, like, I, I like, I like pop songcraft, so I like, Good melodies and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. That just wasn't doing it for me, though. That there were. Like, I a will say, of yeah.
0: Listening back, like attempting to listen back to them a few years ago, I was like, it makes a lot of sense that I was like eighteen when I was into. <laughs> yeah, because it just like it don't hit the same when you're like twenty five. I feel it might, for some stuff people, still though. does.
1: The good stuff still does. So I'll yeah. still listen. No, for to for sure. You know, like, I, I was a big fan of You Blew It. Like, I'll I'll still listen to them. It still goes hard. Yeah. You know, I still listen to, um, I don't know, I don't know French, but, like, Jeux de Vive. Like, I'll still go back and listen to them. That shit was good. There was lots of really good stuff that came out around that time.
0: Do you remember I just, when Tiger, when Tiger Shaw came to play at our uh college for free yeah, yeah. but it was like i was like it excited was like but then it was set. just like an acoustic set and yeah. i was just kind of like oh but i was also like it's free but it was still whatever. fun but yeah I, won't was lie. Fun. I was a little
1: disappointed yeah
0: i was like i wanted a rocker with my cool girl but like you're acoustic and really sad today so yeah <laughs> also well who else was it that played for free there that i liked a lot but then i was like eh. Um Foxing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I vaguely one of those type of bands was there. I remember it was Foxing. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember I really fucked with them a lot, like uh <laughs> high school type of shit. And then when we saw them, it was just kinda like, oh
1: So I just thought <laughs> of another another thing that is like just downright awful. I don't know any individual Ooh. songs, so I can't speak to it, but Um, so, uh, you ever hear about, uh, oh, what's this guy's name? Um, brother, brother Johnson, Hobo Johnson.
0: Oh my God. I hate (laughs) Hobo Johnson. Oh my God. Oh my God. One of my, okay. My, I had an ex in college who was like, he felt Hobo Johnson in his bones. And I'm not going to like talk shit about this ex. This is like, he, he's a lovely guy, but his music taste was a little questionable um he was a like little.
1: look i'm sorry well, that's like i'm saying shooter in music. my <laughs> head at
0: the time at this point in time this is like around the time that we've actually that we're talking about um he liked hobo johnson all oh, like was like i'm like emotional to hobo johnson and i was like I don't really like this that much, but I just kind of like brushed it off because I was just like, this doesn't really sound like the type of person that I honestly really thought in my head. I was like, I can't see this person being around like in this, like having an audience for long. Like I thought it was like a one album and done kind of thing. Why is this bitch still around?
1: No, people like that (laughs) shit. Like people really like it. I won't oh, embarrass. It's not the good. I don't know if the person even listens to this, but there's someone close to me who was very into Hobo Johnson. Now, this person and I have different tastes on a lot of things. <laughs> but yeah, they, they that was the first time I heard about it was because this person was trying to find people to go to the show with them for. And I'm so glad I didn't volunteer my time to do that. Because that oh. was some because bo- when when I went back and listened, I was like, holy shit, I was about to have to go to this.
0: <laughs> what the hell? Ah, <laughs> uh, That would be a, a stain on my history of shows I've gone to. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I've got, I've got two more that I just thought of. So okay. the other one, these, these are both very – it's funny how when you talk, you come up with stuff you wouldn't have come up with otherwise. Yeah. But so there was one um, – you ever hear of pent- pentatonics?
0: I've heard of them. I have not. I don't think I've listened to them before.
1: Man. so I had What a kind buddy of vibe? <laughs> I don't know how to put it. I, you know what? This is a good opportunity to use the activity. I'm going When I was young, younger than before. I never saw the truth in No more to see you face to face. No more to get a clean place. So, I I just found a a, a little like video that they a uh snippet. That, yeah, and so. So the background is um, Pentatonics is like a acapella, like
0: oh, it's an acapella no.
1: group. And so I think they got hot around the time the Glee thing was going on. But so they did that thing and it was it was awful. So like <laughs> they had, you know, already acapella. Like I think I think barbershop acapella. I'm not into it, but it can be redeeming if it's good, you know. If they're not leaning too hard into like the kishiness of it, it can be good. But this was okay. Already, it's like Lee style acapella. But then they had a black guy that beatboxed, and they had a guy that did like like Tibetan throat singing or something too. <laughs> and so my friend is like a big like music guy. Like he he was like a serious bassist, and he's I don't I haven't spoken to him in years. But my guess is. He still is like a professional bassist, you know, like playing sessions and stuff. But so he's really into music, and unfortunately, That's not good. Yeah, unfortunately, people that are into music uh, aren't always into. And I'm just gonna play this because the ad. Ugh, damn, I just want to mute the ad. But anyway, unfortunately, people oh, wait, are that you are you really listening to it, not yet. But yeah, oh. so unfortunately, the people that tend to be into music. But not like into like making music like like writing music tend to Mm -hmm. be into the worst kinds of music. And I'm not shitting because I've got the next one's going to be about a friend. I'm not shitting on my friends. Look, we all have different tastes. It's okay.
0: I listen to dog shit sometimes.
1: But there's a difference in dog shit and stuff that like you'll want to pretend you never knew someone because you told them you liked it. You feel me? Yeah.
0: And this is
1: this is on that level, you know. But so he was like, yeah, you know, there's this there's this group that's really good. And yeah, man, like I've been, you know, like a parent was going to go with me, but they they bailed on it. So like I got a ticket, you know, you want to come through and we can do this. And I was like, hey, fuck it. It's a free concert and we haven't hung out in a while. See, this is my problem as a Libra. I'm too open to new experiences, you know. And too
0: open. This, <laughs> oh my God. I
1: am. I'm, I'm just too kind sometimes, you know? <laughs>
0: Thank you know what, though? It's not it, without those experiences, you wouldn't know that you really don't fucking like certain things.
1: Yeah. And I would I better would to know it. you
0: don't like it than to, to ponder, you know? And I would lack,
1: like experiences to share in a podcast too. So, yeah. you know, everyone wins. You know, but so this is what I spent like an hour standing around for or like two, three hours standing
0: around. For. So, OK, so for context, there's five people and there's one black guy who's beatboxing a over all yeah. these acapella. <laughs> Does he ever sing or is he literally just the beatbox guy?
1: I think there were times where he would like take a break from like when the beat would drop out, he would harmonize and then he'd go back to the beat.
0: OK, OK. Ew.
1: but so you get the idea.
0: Pause it. no more
1: <laughs> yeah you get the idea and so I've got another friend and I still speak to this friend and I don't know he may listen to the show if he does look man I love you this is uh, I'm not judging you like look we all do embarrassing shit I'm sure I did we used to smoke weed and hang out together like I'm sure I did a million embarrassing things so th- I'm not holding this against you but there's this other thing called uh oh shit what was the name oh yeah um let me see cuz i forget the name of the group but it was another like a cappella group thing oh here we go steam powered giraffe have you heard of this
0: uh no <laughs> i don't like the sound of it though
1: so it's another a cappella thing but their gimmick is that they're doing like steampunk <laughs> <laughs> and so here is steam powered giraffe
0: oh it get worse.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's awful. Like it's it's this might be worse than pedodontics. <laughs> Here we go. Your ears to the grinding gears. Come with me, I'll show you how to grinding gears. <laughs>
0: okay, I already don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do more.
1: <laughs>
0: I like how oh, only the front row, the front three dudes are like dressed up, and then the two dudes in the back are just like t shirt, t shirt, yeah, like, sneaker.
1: They're halfway into it, but if you're going to do this, you have to be all the way.
0: Why are you, you not committing just have to the have white fucking game?
1: Yeah, you you got to commit to it if you're going to do this. Be like ICP. Yeah. And so my buddy, again, like we were all hanging out, smoking weed, doing our thing. And so like imagine you've been smoking weed with your friends and your friends tell you or one of your friends tells you, hey, you know, I've got I've really been getting into this new thing. And then, you you know, because it's your friend, you like don't want to laugh. Like, imagine being high and and listening to that and just being like, yeah, that's cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think you're uh, a better friend than I, because there are certain things I don't think I can hold my tongue to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you came to me and was like, I'm sort of kind of getting into Stingpunk Capone. I would have been like, <laughs> I don't even want you to attempt to showcase this to me. You've said enough. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and to reverse, yeah.
0: flip it and reverse it. Is there something? What is your like, do you have any like guilty pleasure songs where you're like, I feel like if I tried to show this to somebody else, I'd be super embarrassed, but I'm not going to stop listening to it.
1: Well, we've touched on this before. I don't really believe in guilty pleasures because I stand by any. It's not like I necessarily will broadcast everything I like, but I stand by everything I like. You know, but I, you, like,
0: I don't think that you have to hold shame to it, but something where you're just like, I'm a little bit embarrassed if I have to show this to everyone. Like, I feel like I have to justify it a little bit, but it's not like you're saying it's not like you're pretending like you don't like it or anything.
1: Mm, I don't really have anything like that but I have I I have things that I think will work for your question so one thing I've been seeing go around a lot lately because it is and this will kind of lead it well you tell me first because the thing I've got will lead us into another topic
0: really okay (laughs) I'm gonna share it to you cool so you can just catch a little snippet of it I'm not gonna lie When it was when we were in like middle school, high school, I used to clown on um insane clown posse a lot. No pun intended. Actually pun intended. Um I did used to clown on them a lot. And no, it's pretty fucking actually not that bad. Um but I'm not even gonna show you insane clown posse. I'm gonna show you some people that were signed to psychopathic records who were like very like intricately tied into Yes. Twisted, oh my god, we don't die by Twisted and it's twisted for anyone interested. Um, it, it slaps. It is embarrassing though, like if I had, you know, to show everyone in my life a song where I'm like, I don't want this to be a reflection of me, but it is a part of me. It would be that song. I feel that.
1: <laughs> no, I feel that. And so my next thing, and this will kind of lead us into our next topic. I've been seeing a lot of trash talk about a song that I don't think deserves the trash talk. Um, so, you know, th- there's that, th- you know, Paul McCartney has that song, Wonderful Christmas Time. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of shit talking about that song, and I don't respect it. I think this is an instance where people, where somebody came up with an idea, somebody shared an opinion, and then everyone else was like, oh, yeah, I, I agree, <laughs> you know? because i think that song's really sick i don't think it's the best song ever but it's one of my it's one of my like staple christmas songs it's really weird but the melodies are really cool You know, I I'm more of a John Lennon guy when it comes to the Beatles, you know. But even with that being said, I like Paul McCartney, and I think like a little mix of him is good. That's why that's part of why the Beatles worked, you know. But I I, Mm -hmm. I like I really like the song.
0: I. I don't feel anything towards it, but I respect your opinion. I I think think as long... Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, I think that's the most... I believe that opinion. That opinion doesn't feel forced. It feels like, yeah, you may not like it, but it's not like you hate it.
0: I don't feel anything towards it. I'm not like, ooh, yes, I gotta listen to that, or that I hate it. Um, I do have to say, like... Well, going into the topic we're about to discuss, it's Christmas music really, it doesn't, it's not something I loathe and hate. I'm not like one of those people who's like, oh, what the fuck? I don't like it here. Because it's just like, bitch, you could turn, you could find a way to avoid it if you really wanted to. Just Um, close the computer. (laughs) Or just like put headphones in when you go fucking shopping. I don't know. God, like it's not worth complaining about at this point. It's like a forever thing here. But yeah. I also, I'm not, like, seeking it out, you know? I'm not, you know, I'm no not, Christmas like, this music? is my favorite. Once it's around, you know, yeah, no. I don't really See, seek it out. I'm food, also, like...
1: <laughs> I'm more of a
0: Thanksgiving bitch. There's you know? no
1: culture around that. I mean, there is, but you get what I mean. Like, there isn't, I like, just music. like the food. Okay.
0: I'm there for the fucking food and the football, you know?
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: Um... I like Christmas. I don't have any problems with Christmas. I, don't, I, you know, same with Hanukkah. Same with anything else around this time of year. I'm just well, primarily there is no focused
1: right
0: now. <laughs> Well, no, yeah, this I year, know. This year we're putting um, it on pause. <laughs> pre, pre, <laughs> this year. But um, you know, like I, my primary focus throughout the year, as tr- as holidays go, it's Halloween, 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 and then Thanksgiving, food, football, mm-hmm. blah, 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 hang out with my fam. Mwah. Um, and Christmas, I could take it or leave it. I, I don't like receiving gifts. I like giving gifts,
1: okay. but
0: I don't like the idea of having to put a lot of effort into decorating. Um, I like it when other people do. I just don't care that much, but I love New well, Year's Eve.
1: I'm going to give you a statement that my dad made about Halloween. I kind oh, of, no. I kind Is of agree with where that? he was coming from.
0: Are you gonna be like it's satanic?
1: Not quite, but basically. So yeah. and so, I sent this in the group chat um, with my with my family, my mom's family. It was not received well. People said very, honestly, very rude things about my dad because they didn't realize that oh. he was the one that posted it. But that's well, neither then, here nor they, there.
0: Oh, uh, well, maybe it's, they would have. No. Nah. No. Who cares what is you,
1: your opinion? What, your, how you feel shouldn't change because of because someone said it. You don't want to disrespect and You're not right. because you don't want disrespect. Anyway, none of that's relevant. But so this is what he said. So he said, I can't believe I live in a society where grown ass is censored. But grown ass people celebrate pagan holidays, dressing up like some children and money is worshipped with no regard for those who love without it. Babylon the Beast slash Bandit soon fall. Rastafari, heart sign.
0: Yeah.
1: Enough said. I, I don't think I, I need to add anything to that.
0: No, you're fair. I, I'm not going to disagree with it. That being said, I'm still going to dress like a slut version of a character I like or like a piece of fruit um and go out and dance and eat snackies and watch horror movies you know like i don't right. really like I'm not, putting, but also if you feel that way i don't care it's the same with like chris christian like like super christians who really don't fuck with halloween like that um it's just like okay i mean i feel bad for your kids because they're probably no, gonna no. feel left out or they might not you know who no, they fucking need cares?
1: treat (laughs) trunk or or treat oh my god no everybody wins
0: (laughs) i just don't give a shit i don't if everybody like i'm just not a big holiday person i'm not even really like a big birthday person i'm not a big like dates of the year that you have to pick to like feel a certain type of way by like societal expectations (laughs) i don't know i don't like anniversaries um I don't give a shit. And it's like Halloween, I don't think, is any more like capitalist than Christmas is at this point. I don't mean in terms of the fundamental meaning behind the holiday, but in terms of how it just simply is Mm -hmm. culturally. And Um, and to be fair, he does
1: not like Christmas either. He he has a very uh, classic uh, understanding of the Bible that says that that christ's birth you know it did not happen at this time of year (laughs) essentially so he thinks it's sacrilegious and look that's true that is true but i'm a christmas like in
0: may or something
1: yeah (laughs) it's like a spring thing and not like a winter thing but hey so that's the thing i get it because i'm in i'm in the same boat as you with christmas but so that's why I brought this topic up is because I'm so Christmas, like I'm, I'm as Christmas as they come. Like, I love, I love, I love Christian Christmas. So I love like the Jesus shit and all that. But I also really love like American kind of secular Christmas where like I love mm-hmm. Santa and like the reindeer and I love like giving and basically Egg like the pagan and presents <laughs> and
0: Christmas trees. Yeah, that I, I kind love of it all. The, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so when this time of year comes, I just get really pumped because I I love how the people who do it right, like people who really get in the spirit, really Mm -hmm. get in the spirit because people are just so nice to each other when they're in the spirit. Not everyone does it, unfortunately. But when you're in it, people are so nice and so giving and just so like like compassionate and I don't know, just merry and jolly. And I really love it. But so this topic that I brought was... I'd like, to just he- I'd like to list out mine and hear your top five Christmas songs and top five Christmas movies.
0: Yeah. Now, do you want to go first do you, you want me to? You start. Okay. I think the Christmas dude should do the first one.
1: Okay. All right, so let me pull up my list. So I'll go with songs first because there's not much discussion that needs to happen with that. But so where's my word pad? Here we go. So my top five Christmas songs, I've got number one, Up on the Housetop, Gene Autry. I love that song. Um, Number two. Is
0: that the one that's like, Up on the Housetop? Do, do, do. Okay.
1: Reindeer Paws. I was in chorus um, in in elementary school, and that was one of the songs. We actually sang it at the, the Chamber of Commerce. Up on the Ooh. house stop, reindeer paws out jumps good old Santa Claus. Why did you Down do like the fun?
0: You did fun Christmas jingles when I was in choir. They made us do legit like religious songs for Christmas. <laughs> and it was like that. I think the most fun one was like the one that was just like, no, well, no.
1: You know, that I was like
0: a, the most fun.
1: My school was an immersion like a it was like a like a magnet school. Like Spanish immersion, so like you know, it, I guess the, the the music teacher was just a little, a little different, <laughs> a
0: little icy. A little but it, hey, well, you know,
1: it worked out because we sang some good songs. Because we sang that, uh, I forget what's the one where the slide whistle, where you play the slide whistle, the Christmas song. I can't remember it.
0: Um, Whatever. I'm not the person to ask. I was talking to my friend before we hopped on, and I was. Oh, I was like, I don't actually feel like I know that many Christmas. Songs. Like, have I, hear I heard them? Sure, absolutely. Do I know the names of them? Can I recite them to you? Nah, no. I hear you.
1: So, okay, so the next one is "All I Want for Christmas," the Mariah Carey song. I'm like a, classic. I'm a classic Christmas song guy. Like, I'm really into, you know, like the like jazz standard kind of Christmas songs. But this is one of those ones that did become for real like Christmas canon, even though it didn't have that kind of instrumentation, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, so that's number two for me. Mm. Number three is the Christmas song, Nat King Cole. That's like the perfect example of the kind of Christmas song I just spoke about. Just like, Mm -hmm, again, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, classic instrumentation with that nice, like smooth, like kind of big band smooth jazz. Me too. I love him. But so I love that one. I love the message. You know, hey, everybody, everybody can love Christmas. It doesn't matter how old you are. You know, (laughs) we all love the snow Mm -hmm. and the Christmas and the spirit. And then Jingle Bell Rock, uh, Bobby Helms. I love that one. That's just a classic. You know, that's just a classic. And then my number five, and this might have been just despite the haters. I don't know. But I put the Paul McCartney song in there as my number five. I do (laughs) really like that song. I love. Okay, it. So that's those, a solid that's top list.
0: Class. I feel like there's a lot of classics, and um, well, I feel like if you try to find a Christmas song that's not a classic and put it on your list, then you're either like a Christmas super fan,
1: or <laughs> yeah. just like trying
0: really hard. Which yeah, following up with that, here's my <laughs> first one. So my first one is me trying really hard, but it's not. It's just like one that really always got stuck in my head. Um, so do you know the movie grandma got run over by a reindeer, the animated one, I think it was on yeah, Cartoon Network, it. probably about like 10 years ago. And so, you know how like grandma dead ass actually got run over and then like, there's that evil lady and her evil lawyer friend who were trying mm-hmm. to get her to sue Santa for like, um, <laughs> <laughs> damages done to her by being run over. Yeah. And so they have that little song. I want to play it a little bit. I think we should play it just so people can know if they haven't heard it. But it's like these two bitches coming up with like um, their plan to get her to just literally sue Santa Claus um, in the court of law. <laughs> okay. And they're like getting all stoked about it because they're like, we're going to get money. But this is the song.
1: Was it Jabari telling Grandma to sue? <laughs>
0: Wait, do you see it?
1: I see it, but was it was it Jabari that was telling Grandma to sue? Whatever, Jabari. don't worry about oh. it. We can just listen to this.
0: Song. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot her name. <laughs> Gonna sue the pants off for Santa. Yeah, that lady
1: was super hot, but like I I, I hated her. She did not have Christmas spirit.
0: No, this is, like, anti-Christmas spirit. Yeah. Um. Also, the weird share voice in the middle of it is really funny. It's like, all right. <laughs> um, also, they're both extremely thicky. This is inappropriate, actually.
1: I thought it was quite appropriate, <laughs> if you ask me. I'm <laughs> sure you
0: fucking did, and me too. But also, they just got to, like, they just... We really lived in the era of making thick bitches animated for children. Like Dexter's mommy, like all that type of shit. Jimmy Neutron's mommy. I was like, you guys are just trying to get like, I think this is why the mommy milker kink is what it is to this day within our generation. Because we were force fed sexy fucking mamas. Anyway, so that's that's one of my... (laughs) That's one so of my two true. <laughs> 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 um, That's one of my two Actually I'm gonna put in three. There's one I can't remember the name of it, but it was like wah, wah, Rudolph wow and it was like a, a rock song. You know what I'm talking about? I was like blah, 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 Rudolph. Uh, I don't even know what the fucking look up because I obviously don't know the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, fans! Comment below if you know the name of that song. Also, like and subscribe.
0: It's Chuck Berry, "Run Rudolph, Run," and he's just like, "Run, run, Rudolph." Okay okay uh that's my second one my third one is the frank sinatra version of jingle bells and i I really like uh the chorus specifically that's the part that really like sticks in my noggin because they got a little spicy with the jingle bells they're like we're gonna to it up a little bit and they're just like i got j-i-n-g-l-e bills and i'm like "Ooh, i wish that was in the original
1: yeah he did it his way (laughs)
0: j-i-n-g-l-e bills Mm -hmm. yeah that's my favorite my personal favorite anyways what about your movies
1: so my movies so oh let me click back so number one is the grinch um, that's just an epic okay. movie.
0: How Mike Myers, right?
1: Uh, no, that was Jim Carrey. Mike Myers was, uh, Cat in the Hat.
0: Cat in the Hat. Oh, That was the weird, freaky God. one. <laughs> okay, but it was funny as fuck.
1: Oh, no, I hate that. It was that. so
0: good. You're it gonna have to rewatch me. it. Yeah, I, but I rewatch it as an adult. <laughs> it's... Okay, I tried. Fine, whatever. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, that's a good movie.
1: So the next one is Christmas Vacation, which is another hilarious movie. Have you seen that? No. Like the National Lampoon. I know, haven't like, seen like any a,
0: la- National Lampoons.
1: Oh damn! Not because this was the, the the vacation movies were the Chevy Chase uh, ones and yeah it's just it's a hilarious movie there's a point in the movie where well i don't want to spoil it but something bad happens that he wasn't expecting and after he had put up with all this bullshit the whole movie of like dealing with his fam, like his wife's family and like just all sorts of hijinks he had to deal with he had got this bad news and he was just he just like went like he just flipped out and he was like man fuck this and he turned up and just destroyed he he went off and i loved it because i love like you know i love the spirit but hey, look. No, we got to be realistic. Sometimes the spirit's just trying to tell you to not be real. And I believe in being real above any anything. So fair. That's a great movie, Serendipity. I love Serendipity. Have you seen that one? No. It's like a rom com. It's not really about Christmas, but like it's okay. just you know I I love I love anything like Christmas, New York,
0: Christmas, Christmas, Christmas vibes.
1: In, yeah, because Christmas in New York, like. That's the quintessential Christmas vibe, you know. You're like outside, you know. You got some shopping bags. You you're might go in the, the, the skating rink, getting
0: an action figure for your kid,
1: or you know, like buying I don't know something for like your fiance. I, I don't remember the exact your lady.
0: Like,
1: yeah, but like I don't remember the premise of the movie exactly, like all the details. But the basic idea was this guy met this chick that he really liked at like sax fifth or something and you know they were like getting to know each other and really hitting it off and then it's because i think they like both wanted to buy the same pair of gloves or something and then they hung out for the whole night and because she's kind of like superstitious she and she believes in serendipity that's why the movie's called that so when they were about to part ways he was like hey like you know like doing the guy thing he was like you know, like I had an incredible time. I've never had this much fun ever in my life. (laughs) I I need your number. I need to get to know you. And she was just like, well, you know what? I'm a big believer in things working out when they should work out. So what I'm going to do, and it was so funny, but she she said, I'm going to write my phone number in this book. I'm going to sell this book somewhere. And eventually, and if you ever find this book and you find my phone number, then you'll be able to get in touch with me. And somehow, some way, it just like got complicated and they didn't see each other for years. But for years, he was hunting, he was hunting down this copy of this book. He finally found it, but it was when he was already like engaged and about to get married to another woman. And so that's the basic premise of the movie is like grappling with that, you know, with that Ooh, obvious I'm intrigued. issue. It's a great movie, I'm but, you know, I love rom-coms. Out. Yeah, it's a really good one. Me too. Um, okay, Bridget Jones's Diary another one where it's not really about christmas but i just Damn, you never know, seen any vibe. of these you haven't seen that no i mean there's like a whole series of that of those movies there's like three of them i think um but that's a great movie it's just about this lady who's just a very nor like a very <laughs> a very working class vibe kind of british woman who's had she's had struggles finding you know love and stuff and She's basically given up on it, but she also, I don't know, it's just, it's interesting. And there's like a love triangle situation and it's, it's a great movie and it's just so much fun. And it's, it's just cool to see a movie, like, especially a rom-com where the woman's not supposed to be perfect. She's a very well fleshed out character. She's very human. Like, it's just, it's a really, really cool movie. I I really enjoyed that movie. Um, And my last one is The Perfect Holiday. And so this one, um, this one was, it was a very low budget movie, but, uh, it was basically about this lady who is like, she's basically, it's funny. So Morris Chestnut is, is the male lead. Gabrielle Union is the, is the female lead. And the both of them basically link up because he was like doing a gig. He's a songwriter, but because he can't make money off of it, he was doing a gig, doing like a Santa, like gig at a mall or something Mm -hmm. and so he met her because he actually was like Santa and and one of her kids you know did the Santa thing and so he was learning information about this chick that he wanted to get with because the kid would always go there to talk to Santa you know and so he ended up getting to know like about her situation with her ex-husband and everything so he was getting all this great info and uh, intel that he was using to basically get like let make her feel like it was meant to be when really he was just using oh. info he got from a kid, you know. <laughs> Ew, what? It sounds bad, but it wasn't really bad. It like he really like... liked her. You know, okay. she was getting out of a bad relationship, and so she What's was. This more, again? She was the perfect holiday. I think you'll like this movie. It's okay. a fun movie. Okay. Queen Latifah and um and uh, Terrence Howard, they both play kind of like a Greek. Uh, what do they call that shit? Uh, you know, in like in like plays, how they'll have like the the chorus, like the Greek chorus that will kind of narrate mm-hmm, things for mm-hmm. you, they kind of play that role in the movie. But okay. it's funny, and like the, the ex-husband is Charlie Murphy, and he plays like a music executive. It, it's a really good movie.
0: Oh, No, it's sick. It's Charlie like a classic Murphy. for
1: real. But So those are my okay. top five Christmas Yeah, I have
0: to movies. check that out. Hmm, that's a... Well, I haven't seen most of
1: them. <laughs> but it's,
0: uh, when you describe them, they sound... Like, ones I'd want. Well, it's a good time of the year to try to check them out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Good excuse. Um, I'm not
1: expecting to go flowers in a desert, but I can look and breathe and see the sun. Sorry, they I was just on the, the TL. Act- <laughs> Getting into <laughs> some drama on the TL.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Spicy Xmas drama. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll fill you I in have... after the
1: show. I don't want it on record.
0: <laughs> okay. So I only have four on my list. My. I'm going to start from least to most fave okay. of my faves. Uh, the l- last one on here is Santa Claus 2 with Tim okay. Allen as Santa. Not the first one. None of the other ones are actually on my list. This one's my favorite because the first one was just kind of like blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God, my dad's Santa. Like, what?
1: <laughs> like, so Crazy. Big deal. But the, second one,
0: <laughs> the second one, they just go balls to the walls stupid with it. Like he, they got like him hanging out at the North pole and he's got all these little children employees that are like, it's just like a bad movie, but it's bad in like the most charming way to me. These children are literally all just like so happy to be slaves for Santa. And like, he has this one guy who's like, all of these kids are like five. And they've got this one guy who's like 15 and he's like the head elf. And he's also definitely Jewish, which made me feel like, wow. Um, he put a pause and too. And What? He,
1: he, he put a pause on Hanukkah too. <laughs> yeah, I so guess so. He knew so. ahead of time. <laughs> but the way
0: they treated like the operations made it feel very like militaristic. It was kind of like kooky. And also, I'm going to be honest, a lot of this is just because, like, when I was a kid, I didn't have cable for a few years. So I had, like, a select, like, seven VHS tapes and DVDs that I would just watch on repeat, like, hundreds of times. And this was my go-to for Xmas, so. And I just didn't like the first one, and I don't remember anything after the second one. Like, this is a standalone movie to me where you just presumably know already that Tim Allen is Santa, but he also has a wife and kids that are real yeah. people who are not mythical Santa adjacent beings. Well, I'll tell you
1: <laughs> real, real quick, real quick, like digression, but there are some people out there that don't know what I'm talking about here, but you know, you know, I, I, we used to go to the movie man. And so what that was, was like back in the day, like, you know, you know, if you were living like in a, in a kind of hood, you know, I didn't live in the worst neighborhood, but I, you know, I lived I lived in an area where you would have these opportunities to do these things. And so, what we would have, we had the movie man, and we had the shoe man. Shoe man was where you would get the fake shoes, like you know, like fake Jordans, mm. fake like Air Forces and shit. And then the movie man, and a lot of the time, this was the same dude, <laughs> but they would literally like just park at like the Food line parking lot and just pop the trunk and sell shit in the parking lot. (laughs) And so the movie man, he would always have like the newest shit. Like he'd always have the new movies. And he would get like, he would have DVDs. Like he'd have like packs of DVDs where the DVD would have like eight movies on it. (laughs) And it was always like three bucks a piece, you know, but if like a la carte, and then if you got the bundle, you got the bundle and it was a deal, you know? And so that was how I got Perfect Holiday was because that was on one of those DVDs but there was one dvd we had that was like the kids mix and so this one had um shark boy and lava girl uh but they had a, a christmas like movie and that was cool and oh. uh, the other one was like Madagascar Christmas special and that was like mostly around the penguins <laughs> but anyway yeah so like I had okay. uh, <laughs> unorthodox ways of accessing Christmas movies too. <laughs>
0: I enjoy that. I think it's like why that one is near and dear to my heart, just because it's like, I don't think there, I don't think I would feel the way I feel about it if it weren't given just like the specific circumstances that I had at the time. So yeah. I don't know. I like it. Tim Allen, pretty good Santa. Um, pretty good tool, yeah. man. My yeah. next one Is die hard. I just. It's just. It's hard. Well, yeah, I would say it's a Christmas movie. I think people argue about whether or not it qualifies. But as we had previously discussed before hopping on here, I think that if Christmas is a part of just the setting, even if it's not a part of the plot, it's a Christmas movie. Um. The is just fucking awesome. I love like really had a influx of action movies in my past year or so that I just I just missed all of these classic action movies as a kid. And I'm dating somebody who's just like a really big movie buff and was like, got to watch this and that and this and that. And I watched that recently for the first time. And I was like, oh, I love this. Like Bruce Willis? Oh my god, the dad from Family Matters. <laughs> like
1: Yeah, see I haven't it seen it's fucking this. awesome. I know there's like a yeah, there's like a controversy of whether it's a Christmas movie. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't really know what people are talking about when they do that. But okay, so if you haven't good.
0: seen it. You- you should see it. I also just heard it was good for the first, like, 26 years of my life. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, it was pretty good. Um, okay. If you're ever in, like, a hankering for an action movie, Bruce Willis is a cop in uh, New York City. His wife and him are just constantly, like, because I also watched the next two diehards after this. Um, they're just constantly, like splitting up, getting back together, like toxic couple. But so she's like at a Christmas party for her job in L.A. And I guess he's like flying over there to do whatever the fuck, like be with her, try to get back with her. I can't remember. Um, He goes to the company that she's at. It's at a Christmas party. Um, Terrorists pop in. Alan Rickman, a.k.a. Snape, is there. He's in charge of a multinational uh sexy terrorist group some for some reason (laughs) in the 80s and 90s um when you have like a terrorist organization in an american action movie it's always just like a mishmash of like vaguely european individuals with some (laughs) like You know, the occasional like Asian person, uh, South American person, but largely it's like German (laughs) or like Libyans or like, uh, yeah, like some like North African individual of some sort. It's just like it's just like the most diverse uh, crime group you've ever seen. That's never existed. (laughs) (laughs) So it's basically um, Bruce Willis just like fucking tearing shit up at this Christmas party Against okay. Alan Rickman. And then um, the dad from Family Matters, who's just like a gooby cop who eats a lot of Twinkies in his spare time, um, is helping him on the outside. And he just fucks shit up. It is good. it's good. It's just like a good little indulgent action movie that is Christmas themed because it's at a Christmas party. And there's a lot of like... Christmas vibes to it So I think it's a Christmas movie Um, Okay My next one is Jingle All the Way With Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: I like it Uh,
0: I just love Arnold I don't care I know that he was like a politician at one point And probably sucked I don't fucking know I hear he was good He's probably good He's. I don't fucking know (laughs)
1: Yeah, care. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was in politics
0: before I was old enough to like give a fuck about anything. Um But he like I just love his whole career, like everything about his career and the way it transitioned. I like the fact that he went from like shit like Conan the Barbarian and Terminator and um like what was it Total Recall? I can't remember. I like shit like that, like just straight up like action shits to like kids movies in the nineties or like things like junior with Danny DeVito and stuff like that. Just like silly shit. Um, And this movie is just like it encompasses everything I love about that era of his career of him just being a gooby man where he plays your average American. And no one questions the fact that he has the thickest Austrian accent that's ever existed, even though everyone else around him is like, yeah, we're in fucking Milwaukee or whatever. Like. Like, it's fine. I also (laughs) love the fact that there is an organized crime group of just people who dress up like Santa Claus and sell bootleg toys to people. Um, That's fucking hilarious to me. I like that they have, I think it was the big show. It was some, like, fucker from the WWE. uh, Just, like throwing hands in a Christmas costume. They have like little people being tossed around in Christmas Mm -hmm. costumes. Like they have him like, you know, Sinbad. Hey, Sinbad's in it. And Sinbad is a, a, like a postal worker, um, making jokes that would not fly post nine eleven. Um, (laughs) that's
1: true. That's very true. (laughs) A lot of these
0: movies are, they like this shit does not fly after 2001 and I just think that's a part of why like action movies or just like movies with like vague violence in it like are always so interesting to me because it's like I do wonder like how that would even fly now even now in 2023 but he like made that one joke where he's like I've got a bomb because he's just trying to like he's like threatening a radio worker to get him the fucking action figure and um he like was like oh yeah i got like a bomb because it was just like a present in his mail and then he threw it and then it was just actually a fucking bomb (laughs) and he blew up the radio station and then he was like what what terrible people like what the fuck and it was just like who
1: put this in the mail bad. bad
0: like it was classic like it was just like fucking hilarious it was so good great movie i don't care if anyone thinks it sucks fuck off uh my number one is gremlins i think gremlins is one of those movies where it's like yeah i know like christmas isn't the literal whole point of it but it is pretty much it is integral to the plot it's the whole reason why it's even happening And, like, when I grew up, like, I was just always, like, really into horror movies, even if it was just, like, super vague, like, kids horror like this, like, because I think it kind of was, like, definitely geared towards, like, families, even if it was, like, a really interesting, it's, like, I kind of view it as, like, a way to introduce kids into horror in, like, a adult way. Like, if I ever have a kid, I do want to, like, show them movies that I like. But I don't want to show them things that are terrifying, but if they're ever like 10 or something, I'm just pop on Gremlins and they can get a little spooked, you know, and, um, have you never seen it? Mm -hmm. Oh, my parents and I like watch it during Christmas, like every year. It's just so fun. (laughs) It's, um. These little gobbo guys, okay, so it's like this kid he's like working at a bank, he's like a f- struggling artist kind of vibe, like he wants to be a cartoonist, he's still living at home. I think he's probably like twenty or twenty one though so it's kind of like it's not really that bad um he's like flirting with this girl they kind of likes, but like he just feels like a loser or whatever. His dad is like a failed inventor. Like he tries to invent <laughs> shit. It goes dog shit all every time. What um, happened they're to struggling those guys? with money. That, that was an
1: archetype that was pretty common. And it was I don't a pretty n-
0: fun archetype, too. Yeah. I liked like it. Like a
1: dipshit that's an know. inventor but has no success. <laughs> yeah. Like, um,
0: what's his name from uh, like the Rugrats. Rugrats? Like the dad yeah. from Rugrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got distracted making chocolate pudding at 4 a.m.
1: I do think that,
0: like, okay, so it was, like, his struggling inventor dad goes and he's like, oh, shit, fucking Christmas, I gotta get him a present, oopsies. Um, And then he goes into this random basement of, like, a Chinese guy. It is a, it's probably problematic, I don't know, I haven't seen it in a few years, like, one or two years. I haven't really thought about it, but every time that happens, I'm like, whatever um and he's just like oh i got this little like mogwai and it's like this little furby ass kid this little furby guy and he's like that's fucking cool i want one you know it's like what like it's a new rat type thing and he's like no you can't have it and he just kind of like sneaks it and he's like here you go son here's a mogwai And here's three rules to make it not turn into a gremlin, a gabo, if you will. And uh, he turns into a gabo. Well, he doesn't. The main one doesn't. But then I don't want to spoil it. It turns into an epidemic. It's a problem. But it's still Christmas. It's really good. You should watch it. Sounds good to me. See, I like this
1: because like a lot of the new Christmas movies, you know, I like them. Don't get me wrong. They're good movies. So two of the ones I'm thinking of, there was one I'm blanking on the name and I should probably get the name before I say it, but there's one that Eddie Murphy did recently. um, That's like a, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of making a resurgence right now. Um,
0: Mm.
1: Like obviously if he wanted to, he never would have had to make a resurgence, but he just disappeared on his own, you know, volition. But so Candy Cane Lane. Um, And so this movie, it's like, it's like, it's literally like new, like it just came out this year. And I think it's like a Netflix original or something like that. But so, but it's a good movie. You know, it's, it's a good movie. But it's not a great movie. It doesn't feel classic. It feels 2023, which to me means like it doesn't feel like they intend to create a legacy with this. It's just a movie to say you made a movie which again that's fine but our casual movies in the past still like felt lasting like i feel like when you know jingle all the way came out people probably were dismissive of it and thought oh this movie sucks or whatever but the people who saw the charm in it probably were like okay i know this isn't the best movie ever but this is a movie it's, that's important to me
0: it's definitely like a cult Favorite at this point, I would say. Maybe that's yeah. a little bold. I don't know. I would consider it to be that because it's like, just like fucking...
1: Roger Ebert wouldn't yes. have rated it highly. But average people would no, have been like, No, but Roger
0: Ebert was a little spicy man. He just hated everything that wasn't two movies yeah. that he liked.
1: Right. But this one is like just mid. Like I that's really the best way I can put it. It's just mid. And another one uh that's pretty new came out and this one actually has ludicrous in it um and let me see what it's called it's called my attention. okay so apparently there's a movie called ludic or there's a song called Ludacrismas. <laughs> i've never heard this but I'd, I'd like to check it out but so the movie is called dashing through the snow and this one it's another one it's this is actually a disney movie um but oh. so in the movie, he again, you know, the Eddie Murphy one, they're both dads in both these movies. Eddie Murphy one is basically about how like he has to rem- he has to relearn the real spirit of Christmas because he's just he just has to relearn the, re- the, the spirit of Christmas. Ludacris, it's the same thing, <laughs> but just it's a, it's literally the same thing. Like the dads, like they learn through returning to whimsy what Christmas is really about. Um, Ludacris one, same thing. Except it felt even more the way that the Candy Cane Lane one felt. Because you could tell there was more money behind it. And so it was like, there's a lot of money, so it feels too crisp. But there's no soul. The Eddie Murphy one still had like a little bit of soul. The faintest bit of soul. This one had no soul. Which is ironic, considering both these movies are clearly like these are concerted efforts by these these movie studios to make like diverse movies like diverse christmas movies you know but it it, like it's like how do you make a christmas movie for black families that has no soul but that's just it it's like they're not making christmas movies for you know like working class black families these were middle class movies and they feel like middle class movies but like uh, you know it would take a while for me to really unpack this idea, and I don't care to do it. But essentially, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like it's like we were talking about earlier with you know the music. Everything just feels a lot more disposable than it once was. It's just like okay, we got the movie for the for twenty twenty three Christmas next year. They're going to give us another one from Disney and Netflix, and it'll just keep churning it in and out. You know,
0: like movies are. More than ever, it's not like this is a new concept, but it just feels more exacerbated now than it has mm-hmm. in my lifetime, at least. Like more than ever, movies are just a commodity and not art to a lot of yeah. like of the a lot of the major companies that mm-hmm. uh, distribute this shit. Um, it's and like movie making is you know,
1: prohibitive, so like more often than not, you're only gonna get people who are highly invested. It's, it's rare yeah. that someone's going to make a movie or like there's a smaller studio that will make a movie and it can do it, like can't afford to do it just for the sake of making something good. So yeah. like, it's even more likely that if move, if, if, if generally speaking, media creation is starting, is, is losing actual quality, the movies are going to suffer even greater than anything else because it costs so much more money to make movies. So. Yeah, but I don't mean to be depressing. It was just an observation I made about the movies. (laughs) If
0: there's anything, you know, regardless of how the state of movies are right now, I'm just glad that we have ones that have already been made from previous Mm -hmm. eras that we can still hold on to and distract ourselves with and get into that merry vibe. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but on that note. I hope that you have a, well, not a happy holiday. I hope you have a Merry Christmas.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: No happy holidays. Just no, Merry do Christmas.
1: We don't do that. Like, I, mm, come on. We know, we know the holiday <laughs> we're talking about. Let's not, you know, beat around the bush. Let's just say the holiday.
0: <laughs> oh, well, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. That same goes right, to yeah. everybody listening. Everybody have all safe right. travels, good Christmas, and a good night.
1: All right, bye, everybody. There's nothing like watching TV all night.